Welcome to the Story King podcast, where great stories are read, discussed, and given their due honor. I'm your host, John Carlo, and today we complete season three, reading through the fairy tales of the great Hans Christian Andersen. So we are finally up to the last installment of the Snow Queen. This is the seventh part of the story, and it's called What Happened in the Snow Queen's Palace and Afterwards. Here it is. The walls of the palace were of whirling snow and its windows and doors of biting winds. There were more than a hundred halls formed as the snow drifted, the largest stretching many miles, all of them lit by the brightest northern lights. And they were so large, so empty, so icy cold, and so gleaming. There was never any form of gaiety here, not even a little bear ball where the gale could blow and the polar bears walk on their hind legs and put on airs and graces. Never a small card party with slaps and blows to the mouth. Never the slightest signs of a coffee party of the young white fox ladies. Everything was empty, large and cold in the halls of the Snow Queen. The northern lights gleamed so precisely that one could tell when they were turned right up and when they were screwed right down. In the very middle of the empty, endless snow hall, there was a frozen lake. It had cracked into a thousand pieces, but each piece resembled the next one completely, so that it was nothing less than a feat. And in the middle of it, the Snow Queen sat when at home, and then she said that she sat in the mirror of reason, and that this was the only and best thing in the world. Little Kai was quite blue with cold, yes, almost black, but he didn't notice it even so. For remember, she had kissed the shiver of cold off him, and his heart was practically a lump of ice. He was dragging some sharp flat pieces of ice around with him, which he combined in all sorts of ways, for he wanted to make something out of them. It was just like when we have small slabs of wood and make figures out of them, which we call the Chinese game. Kai was also trying to make figures, The most ingenious of all, it was the ice game of reason. To his eyes, the figures were quite excellent and of the utmost importance. It was the speck of glass in his eye that made him see things like that. He composed whole figures, which were a written word, but he never succeeded in forming the exact word that he wanted, the word eternity. And the Snow Queen had said, If you can make that word out for me, you shall be your own master, and I will make you a present of the entire world and a pair of new skates. But he was unable to. Now I'm going to swish off to the warm countries, the Snow Queen said. I want to look down into the black cauldrons. These were the fire-spewing mountains of Etna and Vesuvius, as they are called. I'm going to whitewash them a bit. That's all part of it. It's good on top of lemons and grapes, and off flew the Snow Queen, and Kai sat all on his own in the many-mile-long empty ice hall, and looked at the pieces of ice and racked his brains till they cracked. He sat there stiff and still. He looked as if he had frozen to death. It was at this moment that little Gerda entered the palace through the great gate made of biting winds, but she said an evening prayer, and the winds lay down as if they wanted to sleep, and she entered the large, empty, cold halls. Then she caught sight of Kai, knew him, threw her arms round his neck, held him tight, and called out, Kai, dear, little Kai, at last I found you. But he sat there quite still, stiff and cold. 
Then little Gerda cried hot tears. They fell on his chest. They managed to enter his heart. They thawed out the lump of ice and consumed the tiny fragment of mirror inside. He looked at her, and she sang the hymn. The roses are in blossom in the veil. There the Christ child, too, speaks without fail. Then Kai burst into tears. He wept so hard that the speck from the mirror rolled out of his eyes. He knew her and cried out joyously, Gerda, dear little Gerda, where have you been all this time? And where have I been? And he looked around him. How cold it is here. How empty and huge it is here. And he held on tight to Gerda, and she laughed and cried with joy. It was so wonderful that even the pieces of ice danced around with joy, and when they were tired and lay down, they formed precisely the combination of letters the Snow Queen had said he was to try to find, so now he was his own master, and she would have to make him a present of the entire world and a pair of new skates. And Gerda kissed his cheeks, and they started to bloom. She kissed his eyes, and they shone like hers. She kissed his hands and feet, and he was strong and healthy. It made no difference if the Snow Queen returned home. His charter of freedom stood written there in gleaming pieces of ice. And they took each other by the hand and walked out of the large palace. They talked about grandmother and about the roses up on the roof. And wherever they walked, the winds died down and the sun came out. And when they reached the bush with the red berries, the reindeer was standing there waiting for them. It had another young reindeer with it, with a full udder, and it gave the young ones its warm milk and kissed them on the lips. Then they carried Guy and Gerda first to the Finmark woman, where they warmed themselves in her hot living room and were given directions for their home journey. Then on to the Lap woman, who had sewn new clothes for them and got her sleigh ready. And the reindeer and the young reindeer ran alongside and followed them right to the border of the country, where the first green signs of spring could be seen, where they said goodbye to the reindeer and the lap woman. Goodbye, they all said to each other, and the first small birds started to chirp. The forest had light green buds, and out of it on a magnificent horse, which Gerda knew, it had been hitched to the gold carriage, came a young girl with a shining red cap on her head and holding pistols in front of her. It was the little robber girl, who was bored with being at home and wanted to head northwards first and then in a different direction if that didn't please her. She knew Gerda immediately, and Gerda knew her, and there was great happiness. You're a fine fellow to go traipsing around, she said to little Kai. I wonder if you're worth running to the ends of the world for. But Gerda patted her on the cheek and asked her about the prince and princess. They've left for abroad, the robber girl said. But the crow? little Gerda asked. Well, the crow's dead, she answered. The tame sweetheart is now a widow and goes around with a small piece of black wool round her leg. She complains so pitifully and it's nonsense, all of it. But tell me how things have gone for you, and how you managed to get hold of him. And both Gerda and Kai told her. And snip, snap, Clover's song is over, the robber girl said, took them both by the hand, and promised that if she ever happened to pass by their city, she would come up and pay them a visit. Then she rode off into the great wide world. But Kai and Gerda walked hand in hand, and as they walked along, it was a wonderful spring with flowers and greenness everywhere. The church bells rang, and they knew the tall towers, the great city, that was where they lived. And they entered it and went to grandmother's door, up the stairs, into the living room, where everything stood just as before, and the clock said tick-tock, and the hands turned round, but as they went through the door, they noticed that they had become adults. 
The roses from the gutter bloomed in at the open windows, and there were the small children's chairs, and Kai and Gerda sat down on them and held each other's hands. They had forgotten, like some heavy dream, the cold, empty magnificence of the Snow Queen's palace. Grandmother was sitting in God's bright sunshine and was reading out loud from the Bible, "'Unless you become as little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven.' And Guy and Gerda looked into each other's eyes, and suddenly they understood the old hymn, The roses are in blossom in the veil, there the Christ child too speaks without fail. There they sat, two grown-ups, and yet children, children at heart, and it was summer, warm, wonderful summer. So that completes The Snow Queen. Again, the movie Frozen was inspired by this fairy tale. That's why I wanted to read it. And for today's final writing prompt, I want you to think of what happened to Kai in the story, how the shards of glass from the devil's mirror went into his eye and heart and caused him to view everything in this negative way. Now I want you to imagine the opposite has happened to your character, a tiny piece of magical glass that causes people to see everything in a positive way has blown into your character's eye. Bad things are happening to the character, maybe a storm wind blows down their house, Maybe they lose their job, but no matter what bad thing happens, your character is able to see the bright side of things. You can experiment with this one. Maybe the character loses the piece of glass that was in their eye, and they desperately try to find it because of how good it made them feel about everything. They miss it. Use your imagination. So happy writing! Well, I hope you enjoyed this season. Hans Christian Andersen has so many more stories we didn't get to, but you can find his work wherever books are sold or borrowed. And as always, if you do write a story based on the prompt and would like the chance for it to be read on the show, I'd love to check it out. You can email it to storykingpodcast at gmail.com. Just include your name and where you're from and which prompt your story is based off of. Again, that's storykingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on YouTube and Twitter. Those links will be in the show notes. And please click like on our Facebook page. We're at facebook.com forward slash storykingpodcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram. Our username on there is storyking.podcast. And if you'd like to be a part of what we're doing with this show, please consider becoming a patron. You can receive exclusive content when you choose a monthly membership tier at www.patreon.com forward slash the story king the link will be in the show notes as well thank you for listening to the story king podcast where great stories are read discussed and given their due honor stay healthy and safe out there we'll all get through this come out stronger on the other side i promise you and please join us next season for more great stories until then 